Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Clashing Sabers Network. Here we go again. Past the compressor. You were the chosen one! Something truly special. Congratulations. You are being rescued. Revenge is not the Jedi way. I am no Jedi. The ability to speak might not make you intelligent, but we're going to try to prove otherwise. This is the Clashing Sabers Podcast, and I, as always, am one of your hosts, Brandon. And I am here with my co-host. He is as awkward as Grogu wearing Din's armor. It's... (laughs) Hey, I guess it's me, Drew, the awkward one? Is that my role I'm playing tonight? (laughs) High school career all over again. Thanks. Appreciate it. Good. I mean, I guess... Does that make me the bully? I mean, this is of. new for me. This is new for me. Sorry. Paradigm shift. Okay. Uh. But we are paradigm shifting back a little bit because we have a return of sorts uh, because our good friend, the Palpatine of celebration planning is here with us. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's Lindsay. You know, I yeah. feel like I can't even be excited about that intro because what I really wish had happened was you gave Drew's intro and I started to talk and <laughs> just be like, no, wait, no, he means me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. I'm, I'll just hang out here in the cheap seats for tonight. You guys enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces. Uh, too bad this is not a video podcast. Everybody could just see Drew sitting there awkwardly, but it's just audio, so just envision it in your head. Maybe a little tear coming down. (laughs) The single Anakin tear. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. You guys have a good night. Bye, Pache. (laughs) Hi, So, because uh, because we have celebration coming up in uh, two weeks from the time of this recording, uh, we are having Lindsay on to answer our burning questions because she has been to uh, about a thousand times more celebrations than Drew and I. Even though a thousand <laughs> times zero is still zero, but I think you get the picture. She knows what she's talking about, and we kind of don't. So we're going to talk to her about celebration, uh, ask for some advice, and hopefully uh, add some stuff to your celebration experience and kind of give you some uh, tools of the trade, if you will. Uh, But before we do that, since we are two weeks away, I had this idea that I wanted to put in place of our normal What Are You Star Warsing tonight. And I want to ask you guys, what do you want to be Star Warsing after celebration so essentially if you have one dream come true whether it's an announcement a reveal whatever it may be what would it be and Lindsay, i'm gonna give you a second to think oh no okay 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 because i I think i know drew's answer and i think drew knows drew's answer (laughs) so drew what do you want to be star warsing on may 30th how about I zig when, when you expect me to zag? Um, I would go for a movie trailer of any kind at this Ooh, point. Ooh, okay. Um, I, would, I would die a happy person if we could get a Ryan Johnson trilogy confirmation and trailer or description or title or casting or really anything to make sure that it's actually going to happen. Uh, I feel like this is the last chance to make that a thing. And if we don't hear anything by the end of that weekend, I think we call it dead. 
Honestly, as stark a defender as I am, I, I, I have to say, yeah, I would agree with you on that. Yeah, it's, it's been too long since we've heard anything, and we know the question has been asked, and it's been evaded, so it's like, I feel like this is kind of a now or never thing for, for his trilogy uh, specifically, but man, I would, I would really take a movie trailer of any kind at this point. I don't know, I, don't, I doubt we have enough of, of Rogue Squadron to, to be a thing yet, uh, but I mean, I'd really want to be able to go to the theaters and see Star Wars again in the next three years. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, the Taika Waititi stuff is is in the works. Yeah, whatever that means, right? (laughs) I mean, but it's like we know we have confirmation that it's actually actually actively in the works. Not like Mm -hmm. air quotes, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is in the works. And Taika Waititi has really been earning his keep with other things as well and staying very relevant. And and I don't want to say relevant just in terms of like media and, and that kind of coverage, but relevant as in like, He's putting good stuff out there, and that's great. And I'm, I'm, I would love to see something, you know, some kind of announcement around his work. That would be great too. I'm not real picky about what it is. It's just kind of like the shows have been great, the Disney Plus stuff has been great, but it's time to kind of go back to the theater, as it were. And 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 we don't have anything yet that's reliable enough to make sure that's actually going to happen. I mean, it's time. I know you guys are expecting me to say Vision Season 2, and yeah, that'd be great too. And I feel like that's a pretty a given thing. I, I kind of even imagine we'll see something on that Sunday panel. They might have some kind of a, a teaser for that would be really cool. But the movie trailer is kind of what B, my is heart that is what you, I'm, I'm curious, B, is that what you were expecting him to say? No, I was definitely thinking that he would come back with a, a Ronin uh, lightsaber hilt or full lightsaber of some sort. Oh, well, yeah, that's a d- like, here's the thing. If I don't find it um, in the vendor hall, if I don't find Ronin's lightsaber or even one from the traveler, I'm just going to go on Etsy and buy one that night. Okay. That's fair. So. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it will, it will surprise no one because it's gonna happen. I've already seen them on, on online. So I just need I would love to be able to see, see, here's the problem. I think, that they're only allowed to sell licensed products there. That's kind of what I my understanding is. It may not be accurate 100%, but I've seen a couple people mention that vendors have to have licensed product in order to sell it there. And they have, as best I can tell, they haven't actually licensed out replica hilts for those characters from that story yet. Mm-hmm. So I, the, the, the chances are not in my favor, but thank God for the internet. And it's marketplaces. So that's that's going to be my backup backup plan. All right. That's fair. I think that, that uh, some kind of, yeah, some kind of confirmation of a movie actually happening would be would be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, man, I think Pipe Dream for me, now that I'm just thinking about it with like movies and everything, just because we know Ahsoka just started filming, so we're not going to get anything from that right um so eliminating that because that that obviously is my number one thing i'm looking forward to a bryce dallas howard movie but not an announcement because we are at this point we're jaded with announcements but just (laughs) all of a sudden here is a teaser reel of some sort here's a sizzle reel here's her behind the scenes of her actively working on this story about a character like i don't even care i don't even care what character 
I'll say this much in terms of because I, I I get the whole like we've been jaded with announcements. You want the the sizzle reel? I think kind of both. Celebration is an interesting place because really and truly, if something is announced at celebration, it's going to happen. I feel like the investors meetings and D twenty three like that's where they make announcements that are just concepts. Whereas when it, it, if something is announced at celebration, it always comes to fruition. So mm. if it is an announcement, I would still be excited about it. But I think part of celebration and part of the magic behind it is they are good about pairing announcements with a little something extra. So, so I would expect if they do announce that there would be some kind of sizzle reel or, or whatnot. But if not, don't be disheartened because usually when um, an announcement is made at Celebration, it really is well thought out and, and already underway. That's a good point. I like that. So, Lindsay, what would your uh, your dream come true be as far as Celebration? Mine, I really don't think should be much of a, a shock. Uh, it is some kind of sizzle reel for the acolyte or maybe not even sizzle reel, but just more of a a treatment for acolyte as opposed to just the tagline. I would love some kind of treatment description, but that's something I'm, I've been really excited about from the beginning. It's, it's right up my wheelhouse with, you know, what interests me about star Wars and the, it's been so not secretive, but just, on the back burner lately, but every single time, like Zach and I talk about things all the time Mm -hmm. and we come up with cool tie-ins for how it could tie into the acolyte and, and for phase one versus phase two of the high Republic, how could this tie in? And, and there's just a lot of stuff that could potentially connect because we know so little about it, but it's something that has from day one really, really intrigued me. So I'm hoping we just get a little bit more flushed out at least where we can start to, make informed decisions as opposed to just sitting there and and wondering and hoping that everything is going to tie into it. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like we're still a ways away from getting anything on that uh, just because there's so much other stuff that's, we know is going to release before it. Uh, We've got, you know, Andor and Ahsoka and and season three of Mandalorian, uh, all of this stuff. So I feel like, that acolyte will will get stuff at like if there's a 2023 celebration and if not then a 2024 celebration if they go to the every other year format uh the thing that the thing that just kind of blows my mind and i'm really hoping that there's going to be some surprise that we get is that they they moved kenobi back two days to be when you have fifty thousand fans or whatever in one place and there's no Kenobi viewing party going on on any of the days that I'm, they've announced that they've announced. So I, I think because this is what they did with um, and, and this could be kind of getting ahead of our, to our topic tonight. Um, but this is what they did with the Rebels final season. You know, they had a panel and the panel was relatively short. It was only about an hour long. Or, or I'm sorry, it was scheduled for a full, you know, 90 minutes, two hours, whatever it typically was. But the panel itself was only about an hour. And then they surprised everyone with the screening. So wow. I wouldn't be shocked if the Kenobi trail uh, panel 
is if it's scheduled for 90 minutes, if the panel itself is only about 45 minutes, and then you all watch the first episode together. I mean, I'm going to be pretty upset if they don't do something like it. Not that it's really changing how I'm watching it that much, because Drew and I were going to watch it together either way. So like that, we're going to end up watching it probably before that. But to see it like I'm already kind of disappointed that the Siege of Mandalore uh, viewing is on Sunday because I'm not going to be able to go to that that is like a dream of mine so i just these these shows have such a cinematic feel that i want to be able to experience like just what it what is it like when you take that tv product you know that you watch on on your ipad or your computer or your phone or whatever like i do and put it on a big screen where star wars has its best impact and i feel like i mean if you're gonna have kenobi if you're going to release it the week of celebration it's not the big screen. It's the being around 3,000 other people who are just as hyped as you are. That too. That's what does it. It's, it has nothing to do with screen size. It's about the community. And, and when you have the, oh, it's having 3,000 other people. I mean, Celebration is what, 75,000 people. But typically the big arenas are about 3,000 people um, who, who actually get into these panels and into these viewings. So it's very competitive. But if you can get in, that's that's the the specialness of it you know it's not here's this big old tv monitor that i'm watching it on it's anytime i gasp i'm around people who love this the way that i love it and they're gasping too and and really feeding into that well and that's something you know to tie into like the movies i think part of what i'm missing and then drew i'd I'd be interested to know this is true for you as well is that experience of going to see a Star Wars movie f- movie for the first time and getting the the oohs and ahs and the excitement at the you know the little things? I, I miss the mm-hmm. reveal of the Falcon in the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. or uh, you know Luke meditating uh, and Force projecting in Last Jedi, and and I'm not saying this to to knock Rise of Skywalker at all, uh, but that at least my theater when I went for the premiere of that didn't have that same kind of energy. So that may have been a different experience for other people, but for me at least it's been since what, 2017, 2018 when last Jedi came out that I've had that experience with a bunch of star Wars fans and everybody is reacting to the same things because we all are there because of, we have the same level of passion for this for this film or this franchise. So (sighs) I just, I just want it. Like there's just nothing like it, you know, like you can try to replace it with the excitement of, of getting on Twitter at 4am after you've watched, you know, the book of Boba Fett finale and getting excited with everybody. And as cool as that is, it's not the same. And it's a completely different kind of experience. So that would be pretty cool for me, but I guess, you know, we're kind of already into the topic. We're already breaking form. So let's just break <laughs> form completely. We're not even going to take a break tonight. We're just going to keep going. Oh, my golly. And, Lindsay, you're here for, for us to ask you questions, uh, to, to kind of get an idea of what celebration is like. So if you could give an elevator set, I don't want to say pitch, 
because we're already going. You don't have to convince us to go. But an elevator <laughs> synopsis of what a celebration experience is like, what would you say? Tiring. You're going to be absolutely exhausted. Okay. Cool. Uh, Starting great. off great. Awesome. That feels I so think, good. <laughs> I think that a lot of people get really hyped for cons for what you will soon find out is the wrong reason. A lot of people think <laughs> that when you go to a con, especially celebration, you are going because you are going to be right there in the presence of, of the Star Wars greats. And you're going to be right there as and, and the first one kind of breaking all this news. Like, that stuff is true. That stuff is exciting. But you got to keep in mind, for all of the panels there, you're going to be lucky if you're in, you know, one or two of them. The real draw and the real magic of celebration comes from the people that you're going to meet. And this is something I did not realize until my first celebration was how amazing and refreshing it was to be surrounded by, you know, I've, I've, I've always grown up with people who like Star Wars, um, but to finally be around 75,000 other people for at first, you know, it was just three, three or four days, but now it's what, four or five days you'll be there to be around 75 other people, 75,000 other people for almost a week who you can really connect with and talk about things that really excite you that normally you have to keep kind of tame in your day to day life. It's so amazing. And you're going to you're going to make these connections and meet these people, whether it is I, I've met to this day, some of the greatest friends of my life, just sitting online for things, you know, whether it's sitting online hmm. for the inner the, the uh, photo op for Hayden Christensen. Like, yeah, that's a great photo op. That's, you know, something you, you pay money for and you have that memory to show people for the rest of your life. But it's all in all about five seconds of your life. What I remember more so than that, like I have the photo of that to remind me, but what I really and truly remember is meeting my friend Cody online, you know, and, and being in line for an hour for this opportunity that I already paid for and I had my schedule line, uh, time and I'm still sitting in line for an hour and talking to this kid behind me and becoming really good friends with him. And what I remember is sitting around, you know, we talk about it all the time, sitting around the fire one night just by at a bar and meeting Zach for the first time. And now look what that's become. Like these are the connections and the moments that I think really matter most. And it all comes from the fact that when you meet someone, your wall is down. You are at your most vulnerable. You know, we, we talk about being vulnerable. And I think that most people think of, of vulnerability in the sense of sadness or disappointment or weakness But really, when I say most vulnerable, it is just that unbridled excitement and childlike wonder and awe that I think we as adults would be embarrassed for most people in our day-to-day lives to see us at. Everyone else is, is experiencing that with you. And you can just start from that point and start from what is so important to you and what excites you. And you make these true, amazing, genuine connections with other adults that you really normally wouldn't be able to get to. So that's why I think I think you kind of just need, and you said elevator. This has been the longest elevator ride ever, I guess. Um, 
but that's that's kind of the real pitch and the real draw to Star Wars <laughs> Celebration. Yeah, I feel like we got trapped in the elevator there for a minute. Button stopped working there. <laughs> I remember at work one time someone asked like our our not CEO but a VP uh, to give and and they released like this god awful product. So they put her on the spot on the Q and A, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, can you give give the elevator pitch for this?" And she rambled on for ten minutes. I remember turning over to my friend, and I was like, "I guess we're in a skyscraper. Like, we're, <laughs> we're still in this freaking elevator." <laughs> this is Big Bang Theory. The elevator's broken. All our conversations <laughs> happen on the stairs. Yes, but yeah, that's that's the real draw to celebration is the people. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of uh, thoughts on that yet because uh, it's going to be hard. You bringing three little kids with us is going to make it a little challenging to just turn around and chit chat with people. Um, but we'll see. We're not trying to schedule our time too tightly either. We're just kind of going to roll with things. We have, a, I'm building a list of panels that I, I want to make sure we sit in on. And it's like two, maybe three total. Everything else will be like, if we can, it'd be nice, but Hey, let's just wander around and, and look at the cool costumes and, and let's, you know, just pop in here and see what's going on. I think it's going to be a lot more exploration for us than it is going to be uh, strategically scheduling minute to minute for things. Yeah. And dude, like honestly the, the, and, and here's, I think an important to, distinction to make. You'll hear a lot about celebration in terms of two different words. There's panels and the, and then there's the floor. So panels mm-hmm. are those big scheduled, you know, here's what's happening. It's, it's the Kenobi panel and, and you know, all, all the other stuff that they Bill and and Star Wars and Lucasfilm will try and hype you up for, but then there's the floor. And the floor is where a lot of the true greatness really does come in, because that's where you get to go and you get to talk to different vendors. You talk, you know, they they have all the different merch and all the different collectors. And honestly, like, that's that's where a lot of cool stuff happens. Um, I would also say as much as you can, keep an eye out for what is happening on the floor because while a lot of it is more, more local and, you know, very, I don't want to say low key by any means because it's, it's not obviously. Um, but a lot of people who don't have the big licenses, right. It's not the, there's the local toy vendors and then there's Hasbro. There are the book traders and then there's Del Rey. Um, but keep your eye out on certain booths like Del Rey, like Hasbro, like her universe, because really often what's going to happen is, yeah, they're going to have, you know, on StarWarsCelebration.com, they're going to have the official meet and greets that you pay money for and you you have to still wait an hour online to meet people. But if it is more your cup of tea... And you want to talk to and meet with people who maybe do voiceovers for some of the animated series or do um, yeah, a, a lot of the authors who we even talk to on our channel. If you want to meet them and even have a little bit more time with them where it's just not, you know, let, please sign this and then you're getting shoved off. Keep an eye out on those booths and see if anyone is going to be doing any signings or meet and greets at those booths as well. Because those are also oh, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really, I think, kind of the, the biggest tip I can give is Del Rey and her universe specifically. 
keep your eye out there because uh, like Ashley I've met at uh I mean Orlando and Chicago uh but Chicago I met her like three or four times but a couple of times it was just like walking around the floor and she was there and she'll remember you you know she'll she'll like call you by name and and talk about something that you've spoken about uh but but like I paid starwarscelebration.com to meet her but then she's also just doing her universe the booth for free you might have to still wait in line a little bit but if you can get there early you're like in and out and you've actually had you know five minutes to sit and talk with her without someone rushing you through well drew i will just say have uh (laughs) 911 on standby yeah no kidding i might die (laughs) i'm gonna have to keep a very close eye on brandon's blood pressure that day yeah you i may need one of those uh child leashes like (laughs) your kids can walk around normal and then you just have me on a leash you know we have one of those we're gonna bring for rem because she's only two years old but maybe i can get like a second tether that I can just put you on the other end. And just be yeah, like, you can get like, you know how they have like the two dog walk leads? You could do do something <laughs> like that. Uh, no, I mean, that's 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 a yeah, that's the kind of hidden gems that we're oh, man, looking for so here. Uh, especially I know, Drew, you're really looking to, you know, uh, for High Republic authors like. Yeah, I want to try. I, I don't really know what to bring to because I don't want to bring all the books and try and get them to sign them if possible. But I'm trying to look for something else that I might already have. I have the kind of the the comic collections, the um, they're not omnibus, but they're just the the trade paperbacks of the High Republic comics. I'm, I'll probably bring the three of those and try and get if I can get get Kevin Scott and Charles Soule to look at those that'd be kind of cool and you know if emma cannon is there i'll probably just gonna hang out by her them for the whole rest of the time and peppering questions about ronan (laughs) 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 oh what did you mean when you did this what what does this actually represent can you tell me more about what 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 this traditionally links to in the japanese culture (laughs) what would you do if they're just like dude (sighs) you're overthinking this (laughs) no no no, absolutely not. I, I have many questions about the mirror. It's so fascinating. I would absolutely kill to watch that, though, and for them to just look you dead in the eyes and be like, dude, you're thinking too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean anything by this. It's to, yeah, I, and I would just write, 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 write my notebook. Just a mirror. Okay, interesting. Okay, okay. A mirror is just a mirror. What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> What experiences in your life involving mirrors do you think did it remind you of when you were writing that passage? You know, kind of hard hitting journalism that you can only find here, that kind of stuff. I think uh, the dude, you're overthinking it line should be like our new Clashing Sabers tagline. I feel like that's like very <laughs> oh on my for god, us. yes. Um, so you know, Drew, Drew was talking about bringing stuff with him, right? And you, you obviously have. Traveling, you have a limited capacity, right? I'm trying to get everything in a in a backpack and a carry on bag, so I don't have to go through through bag check, right? Oh man, yeah, limited amount of stuff that we're bringing. (laughs) Lindsay, you can put five things in your bag that you're actually taking to celebration to the event, not traveling with, but to the event. Yep. What are those five things? Uh, can they be categorized or do they have to be like five individual things? Cause if it's five indi- individual things, I would just say five individual protein bars. <laughs> they can be, they can be categorized. Protein bars okay. can be a category. <laughs> okay. Cause honestly, like it, it doesn't matter where the venue is. 
Yes, the obviously it's a convention, just like any other convention center or stadium, whatever it is. Food is going to be a little bit more costly. Aside from that, though, you are lucky if you get the chance to stop and grab food. Um, yeah, just because that's what I'm it is very of. go go go. Uh, so, so I would say pack a good amount of like snacks and and power bars and really hydrate yourself. Um, so that's one. And for the same exact reason and concepts. A uh, water bottle or Gatorade or Powerade or something like that. So that would be two. Um, number three would be a portable charger. Maybe more than one if possible. Just because you are going to be on your phone much more often than you think. Uh, mm. Both in terms of sitting in line and, and having those wait times. And when something is exciting happening, you're obviously going to be taking photos and videos. So your phone's going to die pretty often, especially because service is going to be very spotty. Uh, It doesn't matter where it is. You put thousands and thousands and thousands of people in a congested area. Service is going to be spotty. So your phone is going to drain that battery really quickly trying to find that service. Uh, So portable charger is number three. Um, Hmm. This is true. I mean, I'm assuming this is all in a backpack, and the backpack does not have to be number four, correct? Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to put a bag <laughs> in my bag. You get a bag for free. I can carry twice um, as much stuff. Hmm. This is tricky. I'm trying to th- think of what the other two would be because honestly, part of it is like pack light. You know, don't pack extra you're in it when it was in chicago last time obviously like a a jacket and a a hat and gloves but in in california i don't think you're necessarily going to need that um so honestly i i would say pack light don't worry about the other two like those are the three really big essentials off the top of my head Hmm. so i still have room for my pod racer engine is what you're saying you do yeah If it's a, if it's a big enough backpack, <laughs> big, not big enough for Sebulba's, but I could probably fit like, <laughs> you know, one of Anakin's. It's actually just a sled yeah. he's bringing. Just I just have one of those wagons. I'm just going to be carrying the wagon around. I could bring you one of those if you want. Yeah, <laughs> only if it's the one that looks like Luke Skywalker's speeder. Oh man, I don't have one of those. Dang it. See, to letting eBay. me down, letting me down once again. Well, you know, what are you going to do? So then as far as panels and choosing panels and everything like that, you primarily have had the VIP, so you kind of get into panels more easily. But for for the peons, the the heathens like us, how do you go about selecting which panels you want to attend? So opportunity cost is going to be a big thing here. Hmm. Uh, just to clarify what opportunity cost is, is if you did not pick a certain decision, what else could you do with that? Um, so, so opportunity cost is typically in economical term where it's like, all right, if I didn't buy this car, what else could I do with this money? Or, or really, I guess if I didn't go on this vacation, what else could I do with this money? Oh, I could buy a car. Okay. The car would be the opportunity cost. Uh, with panels, it's the same thought process. So if I did not go to this panel, what else could I do? Could I do 
a meet and greet with my favorite actor. Could I get a, you know, they have the, the tattoo alley. Uh, could I get a tattoo with this, this tattoo artist that I really like, which has been a decision in my life. Um, <laughs> side note, I went with the tattoo. Um, so, so there are a good decision or, yeah, or, or even like, look, do I want to waste an opportunity trying to get into this panel or do I want to go to this other panel that's happening that I'm guaranteed to be in it? Um, for example, there's been big $3,000 person panels that I have opted not to go to because for me, it was more important to go to the Del Rey panel where oddly enough, that is where high Republic was introduced for the first time. And that was just like people kind of trickling in and out of a side room. Um, but I was like, yeah, no, Claudia Gray is there. I'm so excited. I love Claudia Gray. Let me see what, what she's going to do. And and that's when High Republic was actually kind of teased for the first time. They didn't call it High Republic. Uh, we didn't know the branding of it. But she, she gave some details into a certain project. And it turned out to be that. Um, so, wow. so really in terms of picking what panels you want to go for, you got to look at the entire um, celebration schedule and understand the opportunity cost and what else you could be doing. And then most importantly, be ready for changes. You know, there's going to be some inevitable last minute changes made to the schedule. Uh, Just be ready for those and don't be incredibly disappointed if things don't work out 100% to the schedule that you had in your Excel sheet. Does the, the changes that you're talking about, did you see like cancellations or are you talking about like this is in a different room or at a different time or on a different day? More so different times. Okay. I, it's because I've been a little concerned just with the difficulty of living in a, a the tail end of a pandemic about how many people are, are going to have to cancel last minute because either they get sick or they can't leave or they can't get in or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work in the pandemic, but really a lot of the changes and cancellations I've seen are actually less so with panels, but more with person meet and greets. And that's because they'll be going back to what we were saying before, they'll, they'll be signed on for a different booth, right? They'll be doing free stuff at a different booth or Mm -hmm. this is kind of an interesting rabbit hole you could get down. Um, sometimes they are going to be a surprise guest at a panel later on. Um, Ashley, Ashley did a, uh, this was back in Orlando. She did like a woman of star Wars panel and it was, you know, her, it was, uh, Vanessa, it was Tia. And, and it was a lot of like those kind of, uh, animated and TV show voices at the time. And Daisy Ridley ended up being a surprise guest. Um, oh, Daisy wow. Ridley has never done a, a <laughs> you know, actor meet and greet at Celebration, but this is just an example where, like, you have those surprise announcements. So a lot of times when there is a change in that schedule, it could be just a change in, you know, Billy D. Williams was always famous for this. Like, he always had different changes to his schedule that was more based on health. Other people, they have changes, and that's because they're going to, you know, do a surprise pop out at a different panel. So as far as, like, you talked about, like, you know, the side stages and stuff like that. What about the fan stage? Because that's one that I'm really intrigued about, because you've got this whole big 
production of celebration. You've got these huge panels with Hollywood celebrities and voice actors and all of this stuff. And then you have the fan stage, which seems like you would something you would go to at like your local Comic Con. Uh, it, it, it's almost, I feel yeah. like, something that people forget about and write off, even though there are some panels that I am intrigued to go to. So, sure. have you been to the fan stage? And if so, does it, are you getting bang for your buck if you're going to the panels that are there? You're not getting bang for your buck if that's your, your only source of entertainment. Um, it's very hit or miss. I would treat the fan stage because typically that is, uh, I, I full disclosure, I've never been to the Anaheim convention center. Uh, but typically the, the format for that is it's pretty much in, in the showroom, you know? So when we talk about walking the floor and walking to all of the different vendors and, and smaller booths and whatnot, that's usually where the fan stage is. So you can kind of like hear and see what's going on as you're walking the floor. And if it is something that interests you, then yeah, go, go sit down, give that your full attention. But it's, unless it's something that like really, really, really strikes your attention and you really want to see these people or connect with them. It's, it's not, you know, don't pay the price of admission just to focus on that fan stage. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I do know there's one that that is pretty much guaranteed to be a hit. I know Lacey uh, Gillerin from Resistance Broadcast, our friends over there, uh, she has a panel on Ray that I'm really intrigued to. So I yeah. hope everything lines up because I would like to go to that one. But it's good to know. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't going. realize. What didn't you realize? Sorry. I was going to say, I didn't realize that you could just kind of walk by and see what was going on there. That's that yeah, takes a lot of pressure off of that. What? That, I think, kind of comes to, I would say, really my biggest recommendation if you can if you get there a day early and and you have time i've done this each time take that night before and figure out two things your path to the convention center so like in Mm -hmm. orlando i was lucky enough where i i got there the day before and i walked to the convention center and i realized it was a doable walk and that was it Chicago, got there a day before, realized I could not walk between the temperatures and the distance. I had to either figure out the hotel shuttle system or start getting Ubers and getting that lined up. Um, So figure out how you are going to get to the convention center each day and then actually do it. Get to the convention center and and the showroom is going to be closed off, but get a feel for the layout of the convention center so this way you know where each thing is. Uh, so this way, if you're idea. looking at the map, when, when you get there and you see, all right, here's where the convention, the, the fan stage is, here's where the showroom is. Yeah, this is, you know, I saw this last night. This is an open area. Doable. Um, but, but I think you save a ton, a ton of time because I have seen people get there, you know, the morning of and, and rush to get everything done and, and figure out where they are. They spend so much time trying to get to where they want to go and you know, get a little bit lost in the in the trial, that they miss what they wanted. Uh, so if you get there the day before, just figure out how you're going to get to the convention center and the layout of the convention center. So with that in mind, obviously you said, you know, you haven't been to the Anna- Anaheim Convention Center, but just speaking in, in general terms, how, like, let's say you're you're lining up your schedule and you're theoretically trying to, you know, schedule panels the whole day. 
right? Which obviously you're not going to get into all of them, all of that stuff. I'm not saying that I have a list of that. I'm just saying that there are some people that would like to have ideas like that. Uh, how much time do you normally need to allot with all the people and the size of such events to get from one panel to another? So if you have a panel that is 12.30 to 1.30 and another one you want to go to at 1.30 to 2.30, like, do you leave yeah, one early? Do you that. have any shot at all? Do you need to give a whole hour in between? Like, how do you go about doing that? At most, probably like 15 minutes between. You know, Orlando, for despite it being warmer, uh, was all in one building. So you were just going floor to floor. So it was just a quick elevator ride or escalator ride up or down. Chicago was massive, but it was so cold. So it was like, all right, you know what? I got to get 15 minutes because I'm going from a one building to an entirely different building. And by the way, it's not, you know, there, there's no hallways connecting these buildings. I'm going to be outside for a few minutes. Ugh. I'm going to be waiting outside when I get there. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. Was the Chicago one not in the same time of year? Uh, no, it was. Chicago was April. Oh, okay. It still gets um, pretty cold out there. Yeah, yeah, no, it was absolutely freezing up there. From what I've heard. Does, um, you know, they they have the the streaming, um, and you can get everything on YouTube, which is how I've experienced Celebration in the past, is, you know, I wait and listen for what events are, uh, you know, going to be, or what events were really big, or what announcements were made, and then, you know, look at panels on YouTube based on that. Does that play a role in how you pick the panels that you're going to go after so if you know like uh you know this this tier b panel right uh so not like the the big ones like the mando and stuff but like a, a doug chang uh art of one one that people really want to go to you may not get into um but you have kind of a 50 50 chance Knowing that it's streaming, knowing that you're going to be able to see it later, does that play a role or uh, in what you go after? Or is it one of those things like you were talking about earlier where it's like the room where it happens? You want to be there when it's happening. Yeah, it's a lot of kind of the room where it happens because things you don't think are important could be important later on. I'll give you a perfect example. There was just kind of like nothing else happening at the exact kind of hour time frame. Um, so I went to this one panel where it was, it was Filoni, and he was giving his actual, you know, had I had the final season of Clone Wars, this is what it would be. And he showed all the artwork, and he went through all of that. And it was a great panel. It was really an interesting panel. It was very much geared towards people who who are at Star Wars Celebration <laughs> because we, we love what we love, and we, we get all of this. Um that ended up being the panel where two things would happen. Number one, when Ahsoka, the, the novel Ahsoka by E.K. Johnson came out, that's what everyone was referencing. You know, oh, well, Filoni said this, and, and it would have been cool to see this, but I guess the Ahsoka novel is canon, and this was true. And then flash forward oh, a few more years, and what happens, all of the artwork that he showed us came to fruition. We had that. They they revamped Clone Wars. They gave him back what he wanted. So it was it was so weird seeing the the new season of Clone Wars and being like, okay, I saw all of the sketch work, you know, back in what was it like 2017 or whatever it was. Um, 
and and just like knowing and and really understanding why some people were not upset but confused by like well what's canon what's not and and being able to have that firsthand knowledge because i was in that room you know i i witnessed it i was i was right there i was with dave filoni just a few rows back watching his artwork and now all of a sudden it's what people were waking up at at four in the morning to watch wow Hmm. that's pretty intense so it's it's kind of like if you get in there, you get like a return on your investment almost. You know, it's it's kind of like you were talking about with High Republic. Like you were there, you were kind of the you were there before it was cool kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and like there there was no way of knowing, you know, and and until they announced um, High Republic almost a year later. I was still just like, oh, you know, it was kind of always in the back of my mind, like, what was she talking about? What was it that they were doing? And and then all of a sudden that announcement came out and I was like, oh, that's what. So, Drew, you have any questions? Because I have like one kind of like closer before no, it's, we round it home. It's, it's very helpful. Um, no, I would, I would say just keep rolling with it because you covered a lot of things that I was hoping to get some insight into. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. So, Lindsay, if you had kind of uh, going with our, our top three, bottom three, if you had three absolute things, like pieces of advice, things to keep in mind, whatever it may be, things to do, and then three things to not do, not worry about, avoid, whatever it may be. Start with, with the three things that you're like, don't do this when you go to Celebration. <laughs> All right. Don't. All right. Things not to do. Um, don't get stuck on 100%, you know, your schedule, your wish list. understand like those changes are going to happen. Things might be spaced farther apart than you thought. It's still all okay. Um, okay. First of all, no, it's not, but continue. <laughs> number two, and this probably <laughs> should be the most important. Uh, do not give the employees a hard time. Ooh. It is a massive, massive, massive event. And I think read pop does as stellar of a job as you could possibly do considering the logistics that go into it. I've seen people go up to read pop employees and absolutely lose their minds on them because, you know, maybe they, they have a question about a specific panel or they have a a question about a specific part of the, you know, like where are the bathrooms and the read pop employee might not know, but you need to remember what these guys do for a living they are 20-year-old kids who fly from convention center to convention center every single week, and they are briefed on what convention they are at and what convention center they are at pretty much the morning of. Um, so they have to really deal with a lot, and there's a lot of communication that goes on there. Uh, so so be kind to them. They don't always have the information that that you want them to have, and also they're not there because of a deep dying unseated love of star wars they're there because you know they they love what read pop does and and it's their job so if you ask them a super specific star wars question odds are they're also not gonna know uh so so don't yeah don't abuse read pop employees um what would my third do not do this be i'm trying to think um do not underestimate kind of the the importance of sleep um it is going Mm. to be a very busy 
high packed adrenaline rushed few days. And it's going to be very, very easy to get caught up and like, oh my God, these are my new friends. I've connected with them so much. I want to go out and do all of these things with them. But if you, if there is a panel that you want to wake up and go see, call it a night, right? <laughs> like just, just go back, back to the hotel, get some sleep in. Um, cause, cause the thing is you're going to still, I've done this, like, you know, gone out the night before, had a great time, wake up nice and early for the panel. And I am just running on pure adrenaline. And I'm so excited that I don't mm. realize my body is shutting down and you get on the plane ride home and your body just completely shuts down. Uh, like I, I genuinely don't know if I've ever been as exhausted as coming home from Chicago specifically. Uh, so, so definitely kind of take care of yourself. Do not think that just because you're running on adrenaline, you are suddenly Superman. Uh, so, so take care of your body. <laughs> I'm a teacher. All we do is run on adrenaline think we're superheroes. <laughs> I'm ready for this. What I've been you, preparing my whole life. I don't know. I'm worried about you, man, because <laughs> you're going to be out there super late at night and you're already in the habit of getting up at four o'clock in the morning to begin with yeah dude because you're on the same schedule i am it's gonna be it's gonna be rough it's gonna be intense no it's gonna be yeah i'm super concerned because we we're gonna have like hard hard and fast dead like we're done at like eight like we're heading back to the room and winding down the day uh pretty early so there's there's not gonna be after parties and and late night gatherings at the ihop or whatever it is for 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 our little clan uh, that would be so sweet if that were really where it was there is a, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be that kid friendly. <laughs> no, um, no, no we're not what gonna out late at night. Is no. two things off the top of my mind. Um, number one, treat yourself. This is this is our jam, right? Like this is oh, why we man, work hard. Don't say that. <laughs> we no, you should though. You should like if there if there's a something at the merch stand that you want, like splurge a little bit on yourself. Really be good to yourself. This is. This is what we live for, right? And then this this is part of why I unfortunately cannot go this year. You know, I, I said a few months ago, look, if everything works out, I'm going to be buying a house around that time. And I don't want to have mm-hmm. to sit there and and half-ass two things. You know, I don't, I don't want to limit myself and how much fun I'm going to have at celebration and sit there and worrying every single penny like, Oh, this is going to go into the house. And sure enough, as it turns out, that's exactly what would have happened. You know, the timing is going to work out where celebration is going to happen right as I am closing on a new house. Um, so, so that's the thing, like treat yourself a little bit. This is what we work hard for. This is what we save for Buy yourself a fun toy while you're there. Number two, as much as possible, obviously there's a lot of logistics that go into it. There's a lot of planning, uh, but as much as possible, don't anticipate, participate. And what I mean by that is like when you're online Uh. for as often as you can and you're sitting online for these panels or these meet and greets or anything, put your phone away. Talk to the people around you. I I can't stress this enough. Some of the best friendships I have had or because of celebration and just talking to the person in front of or behind me online. Or even just waiting for the panels to start, whoever was next to me or in front of me or behind me. Just, just you make just sure like, you... Do you just tap the person on the shoulder and be like, hey, so what are you looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, no, people are so open. And, and it's because, like, really, it's... I've always said this. 
it's where you can let your freak flag fly without it being a freak flag. You know, I, I, I consider myself a fairly outgoing and a fairly extroverted person. And I talk to dozens of people every single day who I have never met before. And my job is literally to make connections with them. And I think I do pretty good at that. But it is absolutely nothing like celebration where it's just like, oh, man, you know, normally I have to feel like I, I, I have to impress people first before letting them know about my deep, deep, deep love of Star Wars. <laughs> or I have to warm them up a little bit before I turn my camera on and they see all the lightsabers behind me. Um, so but celebration is just like I can meet people and they know this, the, the most one of the most important things in my life and my, my passion here. And it just like expedites all of the, the connections and all the things. And, and there's no fear. Um, I mean, that's not to say like, if, if you see, you know, a, a creepy looking dude who looks like he's about to steal your wallet, maybe he's not actually part of the event. Like don't go talk to him. But yeah, when you're sitting at the panel and, and you're waiting for the panel to start and the person next to you is kind of like also on their phone. Yeah. Turn to them and, and ask them that question. Everyone's so open there. Um, oh man, number three, what would my number three definitely do list be? Uh, I guess definitely do just whatever it takes, do anything you can to meet Ashley Eckstein. She's just, <laughs> yep. abs- and, yep. and this is nothing yep. to do with my, my deep rooted love of, of Ahsoka. It is Ashley is a truly wonderful person who you feel like, you know, for, for the thousands of people she probably meets every day. She is so genuinely happy not to just be there, but she's genuinely happy to meet you. And that is something you will never, ever, ever forget. Uh, like I said, mm. I've, I've met Hayden. I've met Mark. I've met Alan Tudyk. Like, that's all exciting, but it's over so quick, and you almost, like, black out during it because you're so excited. But Ashley is someone who, like, I remember sitting there, and she she sits there, and she talks to you, and she makes these amazing, beautiful connections. So whatever it is, if, if you can only do one character meet and greet, a uh, character, got the Disney anime, um, actor meet and greet, do Ashley. No, everyone don't. Else is- don't. <laughs> I need more time, people. I need more everyone, time. Everyone else will be over and done with, but Ashley, you feel like you personally made a connection with an actor that is a great list and is a lot of help (laughs) i think i wrote all of them down i just remember you said blackout and i was just like yeah that's probably gonna be me except it actually might i might actually just yeah again i'm really concerned about brandon here (laughs) i'm gonna go with you just to make sure you're okay like to the signing like we don't have to you know like we had talked about this a little bit brandon's Lindsay brandon sent me a text message like a week ago he said so are you we expecting to hang out together the entire time and i was like no you're a grown adult do what you want to do <laughs> but then <laughs> i got to thinking take me with you i know I'm- i was like let me get a sitter first hang on but then i was like wait a minute he's gonna need backup for several of these things just to make sure somebody can like i don't know phone the next of kin when he falls over dead or something in line (laughs) oh well Haley is in my emergency contacts so easy Uh, enough yeah (laughs) maybe you need to give me the pin to your phone so i can unlock it and dial your, your number two speed dial whatever it is (laughs) <laughs> i think that can be arranged i think they can be arranged no that it's gonna be cool so i'm very excited fun. i uh i got her a clashing saber shirt that i'm gonna give to her so uh did you really i did yeah i did i did i figured it's the bomb right so um 
I'm just so good at this. I was like, that's so smart. <laughs> I'm just really looking forward. Like for me, as as much as it is about me meeting Ashley, I just, you know, want to be able to tell her thank you for everything that Soka has given given me and that she's given me as a as a role model and stuff. So it'll be it'll be really exciting. But uh I I, I mean, as much as I am, I do have like a I wanna go to all these things. I've kind of listened to a lot of different people talk and, and, and Lindsay, the stuff you said here tonight just supported and enhanced that a lot of just go and experience it and don't worry too much about getting into everything. Don't worry about, uh, you know, all the, the schedules and everything like that. Go to what you can go to, but otherwise just enjoy being there with 75,000 of your, your best friends, you know? Oh, uh, man. And There's I'm so many people for me, like I'm excited because for me, I feel like it's like a college football game. Like I grew up in a college football town and there's nothing like you going tailgating like early in the day. And then you you're hanging out all day with you know other fans and then you go to the game and it's like you, you know all these people, even though you don't know all these people. Uh, but you're all there for the same reason. You care about the same thing and stuff like that. So the pageantry, the the fandom, all of that stuff is going to be be really exciting. But we uh, we're gonna we're kind of called close tonight, kind of a short episode for the Classic Sabers podcast. But uh, we wanted to just kind of give you guys a a quick look into celebration and what to expect. And uh, I mean, you guys can look on the internet for what's going to be happening. There's no reason for us to just list off all of those things. But hopefully, you found uh, some good pieces of advice uh to take with you to celebration or if uh if you're not going to celebration this year then then in a future year uh because we know not everybody is able to go this time so Lindsay, thank you for joining us if people want to connect with you or find you and one of your friends or our friends i should say from celebration where can they do that yeah, so honestly, the best place is in our Facebook group. Uh, just be sure you tag me, so I definitely absolutely see your post. Um, but head over to Clashing Sabres Network Facebook group and just tag Lindsay, and certainly listen over on uh, Sith Talk and Don't Burn the Sacred Text. Um, and this way you can hear and violently disagree with any of my, my opinions <laughs> pretty much anything and this what? nice and juicy to tag me in on on facebook <laughs> head over for our latest episode where we discuss what's better the duel of fates or rise of skywalker and then you can really disagree with me on oh wow Gutsy. i i've been looking forward to that episode for a long long time so i'm very oh, excited doozy. i will i will say at the end of it when we had stopped recording zach kind of press presses you know stop and he saves everything and he goes I have to say, my favorite thing about working with you is you always know when to interrupt me and stop my rants. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that clashing and rants is what we do here. That's 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 the brand. That's that's what it is. Uh, Drew, if people want to to follow you and keep up with your exploits and and maybe even uh, I don't know, see what you're doing while you're at celebration with your. Your one hand you're tweeting mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Uh, while you are holding kids with another hand. Where can they do that? Yeah, um, I'll still be on Twitter at the Drew Brett, and I'll be posting a couple updates. Hopefully, as we go through the weekend, there are a couple of people I want to try and, and find as they give away some cool things that I've seen. So uh, I'll definitely be on the hunt. Um, 
I think day one will be a Clashing Sabres t-shirt, so look for me in that. Day two will be the Ronin shirt that I just ordered and came in the mail last week, which I'm very excited about. It's and so cool. That's a, that's a good point, too, because a friend of the show, Michelle, from uh, the Unknown Regions podcast, pointed out that a lot of people, you know, because we, we meet each other online and we're going to be wearing masks, it's going to be harder to recognize each other. Mm. True. So uh, if you... If you know what you're going to be wearing or whatever, let let people know whether you just put it on the internet and say, hey, this is my outfit for the day or whatever. Look for me in the, for example, <laughs> I will be wearing a Baby Yoda hat. So look for me in the Clashing Saber shirt, Baby Yoda hat. Be hard to hard to miss there. Uh, you just got to get down low, look like in between people's legs because I'm short. Um, but that's where you will find <laughs> I was me. I really curious where that was going. <laughs> I'm just really small. I'm just really that's small. the end of that sentence. Um, and it, if you want to keep up with us, I'm going to try to be, uh, posting TikToks while we are there, um, you know, internet providing, uh, and tweeting and stuff like that. So if you want to keep up with what, what we're doing, uh, while we're there and the, the things that are going on from a, uh, lower level, uh, you can do that over at Clashing Sabres on all those social networks. And uh, if you are in the the mood to give and you want to support uh, everything that Star Wars is about, we of course have our nonprofit that you can support over at patreon.com slash Clashing Sabres and help us put some books into classrooms. Just got to uh, donate another box recently to a, another Deaf Ed classroom and I nice. jam-pack that box uh because we have <laughs> we've had so many great donors join and support us that we can't keep up with uh with the teachers or can't keep up with the money in incoming to get those out to teachers so if you know teachers go over to clashing sabers uh dot net and nominate a teacher any teacher in the united states is eligible for us to send books to any grade level any region big star wars fan has read a book New teachers that just need books in their classroom. <laughs> Literally anybody, please get them out of my closet and get them into the hands of children because that's what we want to do. Uh, so you can keep up with that, of course, uh, through all of our podcasts here on the network. And through it all, whether you're at Celebration, whether you're joining online, whether you're following along on Twitter, just keep in mind that really what it's all about is Batch 8. Hi ho. Hi ho. Whoa, guys. Dude, that was like crisp. Like, it was like we didn't miss a beat. <laughs> I'm kind of proud of us. I think it's we should really just retire. Network's over. We're retiring. <laughs> Hang up your jersey. That's all right, bye, guys. The podcast you just listened to and all other Clashing Sabres productions are the intellectual property of ClashingSabres.net. All sounds and materials used from other creators is their stuff, and we just use information on educational purposes. Bottom line, we made it. It's ours. They made it. It's theirs. Seems simple, but if you're still confused, feel free to email us at ClashingSabresNetwork at gmail.com. We have no association with Lucasfilm, Disney, or any of the other fine companies that make all this stuff we talk about. But, Kathleen Kennedy, if you need anything, let me know. I work for cheap. Now let's blow this thing and get out of here.